listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. We've blocked for less. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now it is 12.06, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. It is Wednesday. It's a very dramatic Wednesday. We have a lot of news we're going to walk through. That was, um, boy, that was different. Brian Walsh, the husband, the Anna Walsh missing persons case, this case that is truly captivated the nation. The missing mother of three from Cohasset, Massachusetts. The husband who was in court today. We learned a lot. Now, I played a lot last time. I'm going to play more now. Good afternoon also, everyone tuning in. We do a live stream on Facebook Live. Share that you are watching. Uh, good afternoon, one and all. But it is still, and then right now, a 1207 radio show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, one thing I am amazed at is um, I was up kind of early, just I was, I was, I won't say who, but I was speaking last night with someone that knew, and you hate to use past tense, I had been saying knows Anna Walsh, but knew her, since now it basically has confirmed the worst. But, um, but I want to say good afternoon to everyone in Massachusetts, because as I was up early, I, I was flipping around and I, I caught I, I cannot believe like with this case going on and if you live in the Massachusetts area up towards Worcester anywhere like that and and you had a morning radio person who was just droning on about the globalists <laughs> and about Davos and like on and nothing about the Brian it's it's unimaginable to me. But but then maybe I shouldn't be, just like that woman Kristen Farmer, you should be talking about Governor McKay. Oh, what? What do you want me to say about Governor McKay? People annoy me. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought to you by Matthews Oil Company. Get your oil tank filled, 401-942-7500. Who do you use for oil? Use Matthews Oil Company, 24-hour emergency service. They've been around four generations. Premier dealer Rhode Island, highest quality heating fuels. If you're on a budget they have various payment plans available. It's Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. 401-942-7500. This heating season, make it Matthews Oil Company with one T. M-A-T-H-E-W-S, Matthews Oil Company. Again, 401-942-7500. If you um, check out the website, dpetro.com, remember you can always listen online at our website. And we also have all the episodes of Cranston PD Live posted there. It's a happening at dpetro.com. And it's first by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. I was just there. Uh, we went on Sunday night. It was fantastic. And they have such a great menu there. It's such a good spot. Easy free parking. And uh, the Coesed Inn, always terrific. Seven days away, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. All right, let's get to the main event. And that is now, I'm going to play some of it. We learned a lot. We learned a lot. Now, last night, um, the, the, there's motives. People would say Brian Walsh. In court, ordered held without bail, wife's murder, allegedly dismembered the body. So we learned a lot in court this morning. And the authorities, uh, there's so many clues that pop out uh, that we learned that they were learning. And it sure sounds like right away the police noticed some things that were odd, starting with the fact that he didn't contact the police to report that his wife Anna Walsh was missing. Brian Walsh did not. We also learned that the Cohasset police, when they went to the house on the well-being check, there's the the Audi SUV in the in the driveway, and the seats are down, and there's a plastic covering over them. Now, that's really interesting. And I don't know if they asked him. We don't know if they asked him about that. But the next day when they went back, the plastic was gone, and then the car had been vacuumed. And they asked him, what would you do with the plastic? And he said he, he threw it away. But that certainly caught there. That, that tells you, like, right away that they were onto him. Now, I will play some of the audio, but some of the things. So what a, what a jerk 
this guy is. <coughs> it is evil. Anna Walsh loved those three boys. Two, three boys, ages two, four, and six years old. Think of their life now. She's dead, the father murdered her, and he's never getting out of jail. Never. And even if he did, he shouldn't be around them. She was going to move those boys to Washington, D.C., where she worked. She would commute back to Cohasset every Friday, then report back to her job. She was doing very well. There was no work emergency. His plan was to try to draw the attention down to D.C. That obviously didn't work. But this was about he decided that he was going to try to get the money for her. Now, we learned in court that he Googled a lot of things. It's also he was Googling Brian Walsh using his son's iPad as if either A, the authorities wouldn't look at that or figure it out. But December 27th, Brian Walsh Googled what's the best state to divorce from there. What's the best state to divorce from there? Rather than divorce, he dismembered her and discarded her body. So that shows, and we'll talk with our legal analyst, Attorney Tim Dodd, tomorrow, but that shows intent. So December 27th, it's possible over Christmas they were talking about that she wanted a divorce. She had just completed a a real estate transaction. She wanted to bring the boys back to D.C., and he was expected to be going to federal prison. He, he came up with another plan. He came up, Brian Walsh came up with another plan. I'm going to, he, he decided to kill her and then try to claim the inheritance. Here are some of the things that he was Googling. New Year's morning, New Year's morning, 455 on January 1st. So think of this. He killed her sometime New Year's Eve. They're, the guest at their home left shortly after 1.30. That's when he went to work. How long before a body starts to smell? That was at 4.55, 4.58, how to stop a body from decomposing, 5.20, how to embalm a body. These were all things that Brian Walsh was Googling. 5.47, this is Sunday, January 1st, New Year's Day. Ten ways to dispose of a body if you really need to. 6.25, how long for someone to be missing to inherit? Boom, there shows that's what this was about. He was going to claim she was missing in D.C., and then when could he start to inherit and get money for that? 634, can you throw away body parts? 929, what does formaldehyde do? 934, how long does DNA last? 959, can identification be made on partial remains? These are all things that Brian Walsh was Googling after he had murdered his wife on New Year's morning. How to clean blood from a wooden floor dismemberment the best ways to dispose of a body luminol to detect blood that's something that the police use what happens when you put body parts in pneumonia he googled that on new year's day in the afternoon 121 is it better to throw crime scene clothes away or wash them he actually googled that now monday january 2nd 1245 hacksaw best tool to dismember 110, can you be charged with murder without a body, he Googled. 114, can you identify a body with broken teeth? Ah, January 3rd, what happens to here in a dead body? 113, what is the rate of decomposition on a body found in a plastic bag compared to on a surface in the woods? 120, can baking soda make a body smell good? So these are all things that they found on his electronic devices. And it sure sounds as if, for whatever reason, this moron, this ill, evil killer, Brian Walsh, he made the decision to kill her, pretend that she was missing in D.C., draw the attention to the police. No, she she took a, they call it a ride share, but it's an Uber or a Lyft. Yeah, to Logan, she had to go back to D.C. He didn't report her missing. He was going to try to draw the attention down there. So, but it now seems very clear that he dismembered his wife ah, before discarding her body. Now, I also, we also learned a lot that because we had, we had known that, in fact, that he had been, they had him tracked in Abington 
And then they also had him tracked in Brockton. And I like this. Walsh's lawyer, Tracy Minor, didn't respond to allegations that he be held without bail. So the police report was impounded. But they talk about an apartment complex on January 3rd. So on January 3rd, now keep in mind the timeline here. Sunday is New Year's, New Year's Day, New Year's Day. Monday is January 2nd. The 3rd is the Tuesday. So he goes to Home Depot on Monday, January 2nd. On January 3rd, the video captures Brian Walsh in an apartment complex in Abington. He walks to the dumpster carrying a garbage bag. He's leaning, it appears to be heavy, as he hefts it into the dumpster. They searched their home, found blood in the basement and a damaged knife along with a second knife. They also police searched dumpsters from his mother's apartment complex in Swampscott, as well as a transfer station in Peabody where they found trash bags containing several items. Stains consist with blood, towels, rags. A Divex suit. Now, that is where you put it on. It's like a hazmat suit. Clippers, tape, gloves, carpets, a purse, a COVID-19 vaccine card in the name of Anna Walsh. A hacksaw and cutting shears. This is so gruesome. A purse and boots were also found that matched what Anna Walsh were last seen wearing, as well as portion of a necklace that matched she was last seen wearing in photos. The state crime lab tested DNA of blood found on items recovered from the bags, and Anna and Brian Walsh contributed DNA found on slippers. Uh, They found her DNA on the pant leg of a Tyvek suit, his DNA was also found in the suit. Charge, you know, here's where, so if he's purchasing the Tyvek suit at the Home Depot on Monday, how is her DNA on the suit? Well, we know why. This is so gruesome. The continued investigation has now allowed police to obtain a arrest warrant. Um, we're charging him with the murder of his wife. Dis. And, and this is the felony in a state law of disinterring a body, willfully digs up, dismembers, removes, or conveys away a human body, or knowingly helps in doing so. Since Anna Walsh was reported missing, they've launched a wide-range investigation or Cohasset, where they live with the three children, to the second home in Washington, D.C., where she worked for a real estate firm. She never got on a plane. He killed her in the house. He killed her in the house. Uh, it's, it's just so horrific. And the, the description of how that went down, it's uh, the Boston Globe, by the way, they have their own category on a Walsh case at the top of their masthead. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't want it in any way. It just shows just how popular this story has become of he held without bail, murder of the wife. And it, it's just so horrific with um, and any and, and, and you know, I as I was um, at twelve nineteen, folks, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Someone who I spoke to who knew her very well, who cared about her a lot, who worked with her and had strong feelings for her. Um, yeah. Terrible. And then there are people that are just taking advantage of it. But they, um, the lengths that he went to, the husband, it's probably the most work he's done. Look at like how he operates, right? I mean, his mindset, Brian Walsh, she, okay, people get divorced. Never mind, she had a full life waiting for her in Washington, D.C. She was the only one working in the relationship. He was just drowning in trouble. 
He was in trouble with the, the forgeries. And then he was also in trouble because he had stolen parts of his father's estate. He was headed to prison. He was headed to prison for a long time. And it's possible we don't know if, in fact, they had, you know, somehow discussed divorce. But seemingly, he he basically had a different plan. And his plan, whenever it came about, he decided to instead... Um, kill her so they think of this he the the overnight the not overnight excuse me they had a guest for dinner on new year's and the guests said that seemingly that there was nothing seemed wrong between brian and anna walsh and she even wrote on a bottle and all this other stuff and maybe you know when she first approached like listen i want to bring the boys to dc and i'm going to file for a divorce um Maybe he didn't react. Maybe he didn't react. But what is is chilling at at twelve twenty two on this Wednesday is they say that you know they cooked a big meal. The guest was stayed late. The next day was New Year's Day. It was actually already New Year's, right? So New Year's Eve, the guest comes over for dinner. I think the family it was their mutual friend or maybe one of his friends, Jim, was the person's name stays for dinner and they're drinking wine and i think this person even stays late and the person leaves he goes to work and kills her now we don't know exactly where it happened but there is the talk about you know he was he was googling how do you remove blood from a wooden floor but and think of like her slippers it sounds like as soon as the guest left he just went into action and the, the boys were sleeping and it, it, it's just um, I, I want to play a little bit of the prosecutors. Boy, the police, the Google searches, what they found in that dumpster. But what is also frightening is the fact that it doesn't sound like that they're ever going to be able to find that they're ever going to be able to find the body. So I think the element of that they have video of him lugging a heavy bag. And that is, so they they live in Cohasset, right? So now they have him in Abington and Brockton. So if you look at, and I'm looking at right now a map, Maybe some people are familiar with where it is. Maybe other people are not. Rockland, you come right down from Cohasset, and then you hit Hingham, and then he he would go to the Home Depot in Rockland, and then right below that is Abington, and then farther south of Abington is Brockton, and then you get into that, you know, north of that or right along there is Randolph. Brain tree. It's right below the the South Shore of um, of of the area that he seemed to be in. Abington. You have Route Three. It's it's south of Route Three, and then you you have the element right where you go ninety five. If you're coming from Rhode Island, ninety three, and then three. You take exit three, and exit three can bring you all the way to you know towards the Cape, but. So Abington and he was along. Now, they must have been looking in both those places, but the amount of time. Why didn't he report Brian Walsh? Why didn't he report her missing? Because he was waiting for the trash in the local area. He knew what had happened. He needed, he wanted and needed more time and then wanted the trash to be taken away out of those dumpsters. But it's, it's so terrible because now it, it's one thing. There's no way it was an accident. I mean, everything he was Googling. And it, it seems hard to fathom that, that he was involved with the, the dismembering of the mother of his three children. 
That's what an absolute sociopath Brian Walsh is. But they got him, and he's never getting out of jail. This portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's brought to you by Propane Plus. Call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. Propane Plus, heating and cooling, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Now, they have a very user-friendly website, whether it's residential or commercial. If you use propane, you want to use, and I, I implore you, to contact my friends at Propane Plus today. Go to their website, propaneplus.com. Heating and cooling, residential, commercial. It's Propane Plus. 401-885-4209 or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. I think it's interesting that Brian Walsh was even Googling. Can you bring a murder charge without a body? He was thinking he was going to try to throw them off and continue this story that somehow... She's missing in the Washington, D.C. area, but her co-workers and where she worked, that security firm calling the Cohasset police, that must have thrown him off. And then maybe he was going to say, you know, we haven't heard from her all week. She left. But by then, a lot of the dumpster stuff would have been taken out. So from what I understand was that Tuesday, January 3rd, she didn't show up for work. And they thought, okay, maybe, you know, it was a long weekend and she got delayed. So maybe something happened with the flight. But then when she didn't show up Wednesday for work, January 4th, they couldn't reach her and she didn't post anything on social media. They knew that something was up. They knew that something was odd. He was not going to contact police. So this is this morning when Brian Walsh was in court. Just decided with no planning, Brian Walsh now, with no planning, he decided to kill his wife, Anna Walsh. And then once that had happened, excuse me, once that had happened, then he started going online and trying to figure out exactly, you know, what does he do now about it? So whatever happened that night, it sure sounds like at some point, he, but look on the 27th, he was already, what's the best state to divorce in? Then he starts immediately to go with, if someone's missing, can you still inherit money? He is a two, true sociopath. All right, I want to play a little bit more. Terrible. Um, this great job by prosecutors and police, by the way. Hey, Tom, type 
notes from those trash bags. There's human blood on them, found on them, and then they're sent for DNA testing. The findings were as follows. On the slip disk in the interior, Anna and Brian Walsh were contributors to the DNA on those slippers which had blood on them. On the exterior, Anna and Brian Walsh contributed to the DNA found on those slippers. The Tyvek suit. On the interior cups, Anna and Brian Walsh contributed to the DNA that was left on them. On the exterior, partially, on the exterior left hand leg, Anna Walsh was contributed to the DNA. On the interior right sleeve, Anna Walsh was a, a, a contributor to the DNA found on the hybrid seat. There was tissues which found that Anna Walsh contributed to the DNA. Ah. Uh, there was one other earlier Google search, which would be a note. On December 27th, Here it is. defendant Googled, what's the best date to divorce from the end? Rather than divorce, they believed that Ryan Walsh discounted Anna Walsh and discarded her body. The bags were laid discarded in Swampscott and contained Anna's uh, property and the items used to clean up, as well as the DNA that was left behind. The Commonwealth is asking that defendant be held without bail. Again, very at twelve thirty-seven, folks. I know that is lengthy, but uh, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro show. Good afternoon, everybody on Facebook Live, but also on AM thirteen eighty and ninety-nine point nine FM. It's tough to um, it's tough to wrap your your head around something so gruesome. At least now, her family and friends have some element of closure. What you heard is this is what happens when someone murders another person and then tries to get rid of the body. And it sounds as if that in some ways, by delaying and not reporting her missing and going to Abington and Brockton, that he was successful as far as getting rid of some parts of the body. If if some of that stuff eventually shows up, I'm not sure exactly how it could, because then who knows where it is, and then that's contaminated, and then it's thrown in with other. But they seemingly, I mean, th- this is a solid case, right? I mean, it, it just is. It is. It is so horrific to think about. But somehow... Any discussion of divorce instead took a turn of him deciding instead Brian Walsh, the husband, to kill her. And it had to have happened after the, you know, he, he look how quickly he went into action. So he must have been up all night. Four o'clock in the morning, he's already online. And he is going through everything. He doesn't sound like he's prepared. I mean, what an absolute sociopath, psychopath, evil, brutal, brutal killing. We haven't heard anything that gory in a while. I don't remember the last time, actually. It's it's so unnerving. It is. And it's shocking. And, and, and you know, you think of, I'm sure their Christmas tree was up. They just had a New Year's Eve. One of the children was even up during New Year's Eve. I, maybe. We don't know if it was the six-year-old or the four-year-old. The boys are asleep in the house. She decorated her Washington, D.C. home that she bought, and she was going to bring her three boys, two, four, and six, to live with her in D.C., and he wasn't going to have it. Brian Walsh was not, nope, that's not happening. Change your plans. Guess what? I'm going to kill you. I'm going to inherit the money. And then I'll figure out the rest with my art forgery problems and everything else. But he was already running into trouble because he had stolen one million from his own father. So I, I was hearing, I see a story of someone that she was trying to get out of this. Trying to navigate a way away from this sociopath psycho and how to do that with the three boys. And that was her plan. But he wasn't going to have it. He had his own plan. 
and he went into action on New Year's Eve, into New Year's morning, the early morning hours of New Year's morning. Whenever that guest left, that's when he went into action. She never took a ride share to Logan because she, was, she wasn't alive. There was no emergency back in Washington, D.C. He immediately turned to, how can I... He never thought they'd find her. I'm going to report at some point. We'll say she's missing. She's in D.C. And then I'll figure out how to inherit and get the money from her. That's what a sociopath he is. I want to just, um, you know, I know some people throw around the term psychopath. and But he was actually diagnosed as a sociopath. And so I wanna I was looking at it the other day. Here it is. Psychopath versus a sociopath. Let me just pull this up. Uh, a sociopath is a term people use often to describe someone who's without conscious, hateful, or hate worthy. The term psychopath is to convey a psychopath who is simply more dangerous like a mass murderer. Okay, so although sociopath and psychopath are often used interchangeably, there are clear lines. A sociopath is the official term for someone antisocial, while psychopath is not an official diagnosis and not considered APD. So psychopath are classified people with little or no consciousness able to follow social conventions when it suits their needs. Sociopaths have a limited, weak ability to feel empathy, remorse. They're also more likely to fly off the handle and react violently when confronted by the consequences of their actions. Sociopath, they make it clear they do not care how others feel, behave in hot-headed, impulsive ways, prone to fits of anger and rage, recognize what they're doing but rationalize their behavior, Cannot maintain a regular work and family life. Can form emotional attachments, but it is difficult. Now, a psychopath, pretend to care, displayed cold-hearted behavior, fail to recognize other people's distress, have relationships that are shallow and fake, maintain a normal life as a cover for criminal activity, fail to form genuine emotional attachments, may love people in their own way. Well, that's... Encouraging. So whatever it is, he is somehow went into action. And there it is. It started out as a missing person. It became a mystery. And then I think in court today, based on police work, based on the work of the DA, they have laid out a very, very convincing You know, the Google searches tell you a lot of what his state of mind was. And it's still, as I was communicating and actually speaking with one of her, it's, it's hard to imagine. They can't believe what has happened here. The people that knew her, she was, you know, everyone that met her in D.C. liked her. She had her own style. She was, you know, successful. She had a great way about her. She was so excited to bring her three young children to Washington, D.C. to live with her, make it work between school and then getting, you know, someone to watch the little one who's only two. And and Brian Walsh wasn't going to have it. Nope. Her plan didn't match his plan. He suddenly had a change of plan. Now, something happened on the 27th. He Googled what's the best state to get a divorce in. Maybe they were discussing it. But that turned into he had his own psychotic, murderous plan New Year's Eve and New Year's morning. I have a better plan, right, Brian Walsh? Instead of us divorcing and you taking the boys to D.C., I've decided I'm going to stab and kill you right here in the house. I mean, it's just so evil and horrific, folks. This isn't a movie. It's not made up. I mean, that happened. Oh, my God. And his thing was, I'm not going to report her missing. 
And if they do, yeah, she left early in the morning. Yeah, maybe she something must have happened to her in D.C. 1245 on this Wednesday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Ameriprise Financial. Folks, our guy Tom Bryan. Now in this new year, and believe me, that is really disturbing to think about, the Walsh thing. I mean, this is not easy to pivot into telling you that you want retirement planning. But call him today, free consultation, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise, 401-434-1510. Office is located at 400 Massasoit Avenue in East Providence. Folks, it's Wednesday. It is uh, January 18th. Take advantage, free consultation, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise, 401-434-1510. Office is located at 400 Massasoit Avenue in East Providence, Ameriprise Financial. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, it's brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop in and see our guy, John Francis, my gun guy. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, firearms, accessories, ammo, gun fittings. The guy is the best. I know, I recognize you have different options of where you could shop for firearms and ammo. I'm asking you, and I advise you, I implore you, visit my gun guy, John Francis. The only place I get uh, guns and ammo is competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. He's also very active on Facebook. I view this as one of those stories that that you, you, it's, it's hard to listen to. It's, it's hard to believe, and I, 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 it's, it's, it's so disturbing, you know, and you, you see the photo of her, and she had such a social media presence. And as we're speaking right now at 1247, you know, like a lot of people, you go on her Instagram page, and there she is. And she last posted on New Year's Eve, take the risk of optimism. And she would post a lot. She posted December 23rd, right before Christmas, that she went to a Washington Capitals game. And then people started to notice that she wasn't wearing her ring anymore. And she was getting ready to move her three boys uh, to Washington, D.C., And she had, I spoke with someone that he helped her decorate their rooms. She was very excited. Anna Walsh was very excited for 2023. She had a beautiful $1.3 million townhouse in Chevy Chase section of Washington, D.C., which borders Chevy Chase, Maryland. I also thought, oh, she must have lived in Maryland. No, there is a D.C. neighborhood that borders that. And her friends in D.C., who she was also very tight with her co-workers, they were help, helping her get ready, get her house ready. The boys were going to come and live with her in Washington. And, you know, she even posted all the little outfits that she was buying for her sons. I'm looking at them right now. Walsh Boys' first outfits get a special frame. So she was going to frame their first outfits. She would travel back and forth um, to D.C. and then wanted to spend every possible moment. She didn't fly back to Washington on Sunday night. She wanted to spend every possible moment, but then she was excited. She had the home in D.C. Her job was going well. She had just taken that job in March. She just made a financial transaction just a couple of days between Christmas and New Year's. She now had enough money. She was now going to bring the boys to D.C. There must have been possibly some discussion. Brian Walsh is awaiting going to federal prison. Brian Walsh is in trouble. The husband for stealing from one million from his father's estate and then selling off various things. He's going nowhere. His life is collapsing. He's in trouble still for the art forgery. So instead of, okay, you know, I'll come down on the weekends He's living in a house that his mother's renting with him for him. The mother's living with them during the week. He's got the three boys. He's on home confinement. Maybe also, I, I, I don't know if he'd be able to go down and visit the boys in D.C. while he's, he's got his legal problems. 
So however the discussion turned from December 27th, and they laid out in court today, that Brian Walsh Googled what's the best state to get a divorce into, that somehow in his mind he came up with another plan. I have a better idea. I've decided I'm going to murder her, dismember the body, get rid of it, and then I'll report her missing. Ugh. And then I will, in fact, um, try to collect on the inheritance of it, of a missing person. What an absolute dreadful, murderous, evil sociopath. And now what? And now he'll spend the rest of his life on earth in jail unless... Another inmate goes after him, or unless he pulls a a, um, a Jeffrey Epstein, which normally someone like that would not. It's just so horrific, and he sits there motionless, motionless, Brian Walsh, the husband, as they are retracing the steps. And someone else told me something, and this is really significant at 1252. And you're not going to hear this anywhere else. The person that I was speaking with who loved Anna Walsh, who who wanted to support her, who had become very good friends with her, said when they saw that smug, the smug look that he had on his face. So, again, just go over the timeline. Today is Wednesday, January 18th. So he killed her on New Year's Day, but in the early morning hours, whenever that was, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, somewhere in there. The police found out she was missing on Wednesday, January 4th. They arrived at the house and they noticed the Volvo's got the seats down and he's got plastic over the seat. They did find her blood in the car, but that could maybe be say, hey, she used the car and maybe something happened. However, the search warrant was executed at his house on Sunday, January 8th. That's where they found the bloody knife. He was arrested that night for misleading police in a police investigation. But Monday, January 9th, was when Brian Walsh was in court. And the person I spoke to said that when they saw that smug look, where he was literally smiling when they were bringing him, this person interpreted as that that was his way, Brian Walsh, of saying, you're never going to find her. You know, there's there's another case that I've talked about where it's a missing person. And it's similar only in the way that the The person, in their own demented, sick way, they become very confident that no one is going to find the work that they did. And in this case, that's the way it was interpreted by someone that I spoke to who worked with Anna Walsh, loved her, was excited for her. Um, That's the way they took it. That was his way of... So smug, like you can drag me to court, but you're never going to find her. And what is unfortunate is it sounds like whatever went into the dumpsters in Abington and possibly Brockton, that that may never be found. But it sure sounds like, I mean, they have a lot here. They have an awful lot here. Now, you know, who knows when this would go to trial the, you know, he'll have some attorneys. You know how sick things are, folks? This is the part that people don't know. Do you recognize that there are going to be some women and maybe some men, but women who will write to him, who they'll develop this odd crush on him and want to visit him? It happened with Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson was getting letters from these different women all over the country as he was on death row. It, it, it's crazy, but that will happen with Brian Walsh. You watch, mark my words, that will happen with Brian Walsh. As we all see as a sick, pathetic, 
evil killer. There was some woman out there, maybe a guy, maybe a transgender, I don't know. There was some individual out there, but most of the time it's women that think that poor man. And they start to think like, you know, maybe if he's found not guilty, I could live with him and the boys. I know it sounds crazy. Folks, people are nuts. They are. You can't blame everything. Some of it's on the pandemic. Something odd with a lot of missing women lately. Do you also notice that? Two things that's happening a lot. And at 12, what time is it? Right now at 1256, there's two things happening a lot. Number one, now we have this other missing woman in Massachusetts. There's a lot of people that are going missing. The other thing that's happening are the self-harm. Yesterday, it happened, you know, there was someone that was near the garage in Warwick. And it was either an overdose or self-harm. It's, it's so tragic how lost some people are and how little human life is meaning. And, and I think a lot of this is that, you know, there's a number of different things. And I could go on and on about it. But there's, I, I don't know. Society is, I don't have any answer, unfortunately, for you. But there's, there's something, people are just so, I don't know how to, what to, how to describe it. Human life has lost value. People feel lost. They don't value their own life. They certainly don't value other life. To think that that was his solution. She was disposable. Okay, instead of divorcing her, I think I'll just get rid of her. I'll dismember her, kill her, and then I'll just report her missing. And life will go on. And I'll live here in the house that my mother rents from me with my three boys. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Wednesday, it's brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Call them today. Now, remember, Limitless Outdoors, their slogan is dream, build, enjoy. You dream about it, they'll build it, and then you can enjoy it. 401-580-1852. Get a free quote, Limitless Outdoors, because what they can do for you at your property, your home, your yard is limitless. They specialize in patios. They did a beautiful job for me with a walkway, steps. Outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation. They do an indoor fireplace. They can update it. Or an outdoor fireplace or a fire pit. Limitless outdoors. Dream, build, enjoy. 401-580-1852. 401-580-1852 for Limitless Outdoors. Chris, they are very gifted. You know, more people are saying... Instead of adding on to my house, I want to just really improve my outside so I can enjoy it six months a year, nine months a year. Some people, 12 months a year, especially this weather, a nice mild winter, 401-580-1852. So, folks, good afternoon. You're listening at 1258. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, next hour, now there's more scandal breaking out with Biden. What I don't think I'm going to talk a lot about is this whole situation with Governor McKee and them. I, I, it's just boring. The guy is, he's like, it's like the JV team is running the state. But much more on Brian Walsh in court. And also, you know, things, the ship is really going off the rails here with Team Biden. So we'll do that and more. Now, next hour is radio only. You can listen AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or you can listen online at the website, dpetro.com. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go on the show. Leave it right here, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It is Wednesday, January 18th. Let's pause for the 1 o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.